Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to this Rob Autumn monthly best of podcast where we have taken five of our favourite episodes from the Rob Autumn daily podcast of, from the month of March 2020 and put them into one manageable chunk. Um, this month we have the episodes Alive Talking that is from a show I did about talking called The Talk Show. Um, and then there's a piece called uh, The Cartoon of Reality. I think just sometimes watch, watching cartoons can just sometimes put stuff into perspective a bit and say, oh, like Wallace and Gromit what, when he's putting the train track down in front of him and it just looks so frantic and uh, even when life seems quite calm sometimes I think about that train track in front of you and just frantically trying to pull your life from somewhere and get it down in front of you and go right this is it now this is it 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 and then there's one inclusive dreaming that was from the sleep show and there's a interactive audio piece uh, and then there's one called lego trudes when i was little my dad uh worked as a plumber and I'd go with him sometimes to jobs and um, I'd always um, beg him to take me to the toy shop when we are in York to buy me some Lego. And uh, this toy shop was called London's and behind it was one of those, um, you know, sometimes you see things that look a bit like the Millennium Dome but they're not, and they're industrial, and they've got um, the circular, but they've got like a Millennium Dome on top, and then something to do with gas works, maybe, or something like that. Well, it had one of those behind the car park, and whenever I saw that industrial gas dome, I thought, I was like, oh, yeah, we're near the toy shop, and I still, I think, have those feelings now. When I see those, I don't see them as often as I used to, but a couple of Christmases ago... He got me, my dad got me this book, um, The History of the Lego Figurine. And it was a big hardback book about um, showing all the different Lego figures. And uh, as many children did, I love Lego. And um, seeing those figures was great. And the annotations on the figures was just brilliant. The language was really good. And I just loved uh, what, what some of the annotations said and I made it thing about it and put it in a podcast end of story um and then outside world i think that was about when i was in leicester once doing a tour show so i'm recording this in january this is going to go out at the end of march hopefully some progress will have been made by then and we will know a bit more about what's going to happen as that happened who knows anyway i'll keep marching on and uh yeah that's it 
Alive talking. I like talking. I like talking because people can't hear your spelling mistakes or pick you up on your predominantly poor personal punctuation use. I've never used a semicolon incorrectly when talking. I haven't. I could drop one in wherever I like, and you wouldn't even know about it. It would go undetected by the grammar police, the punctuation pigs, the comma cops. Have I used a semicolon yet? I'm not sure, actually. I do know that when you talk, the full stop is more powerful than the question mark. Is it? Talking's popular. If it's popular, it must be good. Just like popular music. Just like popular breathing. Just like popular drinking the milk of an animal you've never even spoken to, never mind being related to it. If cows could speak a decent amount of English and you said to them, I'm going to put some of your milk on my Rice Krispies to make them cold and wet and noisy, what would they say? If I was related to the cow whose milk it was, maybe I would feel a bit more comfortable drinking its milk. I need to talk to someone. I do need to talk to someone, but I can't afford it, so I do this instead. There are some things I only feel comfortable talking to audiences about, and this is one. When I put milk in my tea, I used to think, okay, this milk is from a cow, but recently I realised that that milk is from many different cows and it's all been mixed up. Lots of different cows' milk in my mouth at the same time. I'm alright with it if you are. I'm not. People drink milk, they talk and they live. Are there different reasons for living? No. The number one reason why people are living is because they were born and haven't died yet. There are different reasons for talking though. Some people talk when they are bored because talking turns near future into recent past fast like now, just done it. That piece of near future is now in the recent past, not as recent as it was a second ago. There it goes. See you, mate. Ah, you can't talk to time. It just ignores you. Time doesn't have time for idle chit-chat. It's got a schedule to keep. The watch is the wristband to the festival of punctuality. If I got the chance to talk to someone right now, what would I say? Well, it depends who it was. If it was my mum, I'd say, Hi mum, you alright? If it was my dad, I'd say, Yeah, there will be some funny bits in it, dad, don't worry. If it was the person who invented Rice Krispies, I'd say, Why couldn't you get them to tell us the meaning of life instead of them just saying snap, crackle and pop over and over again? If I got a chance to talk to more than one person at once, where the people were listening to me talk, what would I say then? What would I use the fantastic opportunity to talk about? Would I talk about talking, would I give a talk, or would I just talk? If you're talking about talking, what do you say? Words. This isn't a very good way for me to meet new people, is it? You know the best place to meet new people? The maternity ward. Absolutely loads of them in there. Brands bankers, baby. The Cartoon of Reality
Existence is a cartoon train ride. I am desperately holding onto the front of the train, frantically laying track. I speed into what seems like inevitable disaster, grabbing bits of wood and metal that seem to come from nowhere, trying to give myself some sort of future to travel on. I travel into the unknown desert of time I haven't watched slip by yet, not knowing where the next bit of track is going to come from, never mind thinking about which direction I'm going in, blindly attempting to... I'm sitting comfortably in a food-filled tapas bar. Those small green peppers with a nice salt on that I can't remember the name of. Red wine in bricky small handleless mug cups. Blood of a beautiful moment. Ah, padron. Lamb chops from the best cloud you've ever seen. This is what my mouth is for. Candles with fresh flames. All flames are fresh. Crisp, clean, white shirts in washing powder adverts made from fire. A whistle blows and my blistered hands are reaching for planks and metal, helplessly trying to keep myself travelling on the rails of what I've been born into. My heart is racing against the clock that it powers. Fast train noise, faster train noise, faster, faster, faster train noise. The sound of shouting, the sound of screaming. I am eating a brand new bread bacon sandwich and have just had a mouthful of tea. Inclusive Dreaming Today's podcast involves a small amount of audience participation. This will include closing your eyes and saying words out loud. It is not advisable to listen to today's episode when driving, cycling or lovemaking. I'd like you to think about your eyelids. Are you doing it? Great. After three, please shut your eyes and keep them closed until further notice. If you haven't shut your eyes before, don't worry, shutting your eyes is just like blinking, but for longer. Endurance blinking. After three. One, two, three. Shut your eyes. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. We are going to fall asleep together now and have a dream. I will describe the dream scene, but there will be gaps for you to fill in by saying or shouting a word that you think fits in the gap. It's up to you whether we have a dream or a nightmare today. We will now begin the dream. It is a summer morning in... The weather is... You are walking through a forest. The trees are made of... The leaves are made of... You have a hangover because you were out last night with the celebrities. And... They made you drink... From a... You have an overwhelming desire to shout out your name. But you don't.
In the forest, a tree bends towards you, and from the hole in the trunk, the tree begins to speak. It has an accent from... The tree says, put your hand in your pocket. You put your hand in your pocket to find there is no bottom to your pocket. Your hand reaches down until it touches your foot. You are now holding your foot. You are nearly falling over. The surrounding trees begin to laugh at you. In a puff of smoke, a child appears in front of you. You recognise the child. It is you, as a five-year-old. You remember those clothes. Your old backpack. The child looks you up and down and asks, Are you what I become? Holding your foot, you say. Yeah, I am, yeah. The child looks you in the eyes and starts to... The weather changes and you give the five-year-old you your jacket. It's too big. The child puts their hands into their future jacket pockets. The child looks at you and asks, Did you like being me? What's it like getting older? Does it get any easier? You say, But it's worth it. Because you get to... There is a loud bang. The five-year-old you jumps and grabs your arm. A large grey popcorn plume of smoke pops into view like a notification symbol. An elderly person with a walking stick makes a low-budget, stars-in-their-eyes-style entrance. Who are you? asks the five-year-old you. I am the oldest version of you you can imagine replies your older self. The child looks up at you. Do we get to be that old? I don't know yet, you reply. I hope so, though. I feel like I've got a lot left to see. Hello, you say to yourself. I'm not you yet. I've got to wait, haven't I? It's down to me to create you. I can see some scars, eh? I haven't got them yet. The three ages of you begin to walk slowly through the forest. Suddenly, your younger and elder selves stop. You turn around. You see your past and your future standing side by side, looking at you in a way only you can. Same eyes, different faces. You look at the elderly version of yourself to see you have clean, smart, well-made clothes and a face that is closer to love than loneliness. It looks like you not only got through life but worked to create the strongest, most compassionate version of yourself you possibly could. Your youth, excited at what is to come. Your experience proud, knowing of your perseverance ahead. In unison, they look at you and say, wake up. Lego Truths
I went back up to York recently to find that my mum and dad had bought me a book. The History of the Lego Figurine. The book documents a timeline of how Lego figurines have developed and evolved over the years. Page upon page of yellow-handed memory plastic. Some of the annotations stating the advancements really struck me. True statements that shot clear images into my head. I would like to use this podcast to share some of my favourite annotations from the annual with you today. Red Hat stands out in a crowd. Bow and arrow are perfect for scaring off intruders. Black trousers in case of job interviews. Blue overalls are perfect for any task. An experiment in hinged legs. Classic all-white spacesuit. Arm rotates 360 degrees at the shoulder. Helmet for protection against flying arrows. Iconic chef's hat. Grey hips and legs. Neatly combed hair. Hand swivels at wrist. Same hair piece as the prince. Lion with two hearts sticker. Big bow tie. Ring-shaped hands. Symbol indicates he works in the hospital. Ornamental shoulder decorations. Heavy-duty space boots. White-gloved hand. Pouch for carrying potions. Detachable bones. Unique head. Stars indicate rank. Eye patch seen for the first time. Helmet protects head in rough seas. Not a hair out of place. Ghoulish face, but still smiling. Jetpack for freestyle flying. Grey hook replaces hand. Bright red space suit. Robot claws. Gold zip. Construction hard hat is white for the first time. Always smiling. Outside world. Walking through Leicester in the morning, there were houses covered in sunshine right next to the pavement. Do you know what I mean? They were right next to the pavement. I heard someone knocking on a door from inside one of the houses. I went to a few doors and listened until I found the door with the voice behind it and said, Hello? Hello, hello, Uh, sorry to bother you, but can I come in? 
asked a voice from inside the house. Come in? It's not really mine. I don't own the outside, I replied. Oh. Well, whose is it then? Who owns it? Who do I speak to about getting access to it, spending a bit of time in the outside? I don't know, I said. We kind of share it, I guess. Oh, that sounds nice. What, like joint custody? If I come in, can you show me around? Give me a tour. What? I said. Show you around the outside. Give you a world tour. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just the outside bit, though, not the inside. I'm not bothered about that. No, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. I've got a train to catch. Oh, okay. Well, will you be inside or outside for the uh, train journey? Well, um, well, the train will be outside, but I'll be inside the train, so I guess I'll be inside. Okay, well, as long as you're okay with that. Well, all right. Maybe I'll open the window on the door and stick my head in the outside, actually, now you can say that. Yeah, good on you. That sounds like a better idea.